everybody. Welcome back for another edition of the Club Cool Podcast. I'm your host, Barrett Dudley, and I'm joined here on the other line. You know him well at this point. It's Clayton Chambers for the third time. Welcome, Clayton. Third time's a charm. How's it going, man? Um, I'm not going to say that I manifested, you know, that we would be um, teaming up on this, but I definitely manifested it. And I knew you'd eventually come around. <laughs> I think you did. I think that's safe to say. Yeah, uh, you're, you're here for the third time, but this time uh, you're you're not just a guest. You you're you're a co-host of the pod here now, and that's a little breaking right. news that that I've I've shared with with some of the <laughs> members of our Discord and and chatted a little bit about. Um, but it's uh, it's exciting to have you here in in this capacity. And just to you know, we'll pull back the curtain a little bit. This is something that we've kind of talked about for for a little while and we've, we've kind of gone back and forth on on ideas and uh, I'm just I'm stoked on it because you and I are on the same wavelength about so much of the stuff that that we like to talk about here um, you know I think I really have not met all that many dudes that it, that I think are like you know just so like we're all we're all the T's are dot so <laughs> T's cool. are crossed and I's are dotted on, on, on the same type of uh, we can we can dot the T's who cares we're, we're bending the rules yeah. here um, but so it's just, I, you know, I think the, I think the combined breadth of knowledge here is, is, is really exciting for the podcast. And, um, yeah, man, there's, uh, you know, you, we, we've each got our own thing kind of going right now with, with club cool and, and Clayton, you're, you're with, uh, you've got your Spreza newsletter going, by the way, if, you know, I, I'm sure that you're signed up if you're, if you're listening to the, uh, the podcast, but if you've not yet. Now is definitely the time to, to do it. Go sign up for the Spreza newsletter at Spreza.xyz and get a bunch of cool stuff delivered straight to your, your email inbox um, from Clayton. And uh, man, I, if, if you like what we talk about here on the pod, you will you will get a big kick. You will really enjoy the newsletter as well. Um, so yeah, it's just uh, we're, we're, we're combining the worlds and, and I think that there mm. will be a lot more collaboration to come later this year. Uh, you know, I, I, n- nothing official, nothing set in stone yet. But I, you know, Clayton and I have have been have been figuring out a way to kind of work together and 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 combine our forces, if you will. Yeah, it's pretty crazy when you think about. Um, we we only met a year ago, I think. Yeah. Last January, last February, something like that. And like you said, we've been chatting about ways to team up. I I love the way that you curate information on the pod. I love the way that you think it. Similarly, for me, you're one of those few people who keeps up with brands and trends and topics in a way that like few others do. And you have a way of like injecting it into pod mode um, that few others do. And so I, I think it's just fun to banter and um, and just create better content together. I feel like we're, we're going to be able to expand some horizons here with uh, with the audio Definitely. content. There's There's a lot of cool people that I'd love to have on as guests. There's a lot of other cool topics that we can expand into. Um, outside of probably what you've, you guys have already done. And so, um, for me, yeah, it's just like a combining of creative forces and I hope we'll make some shit that you, uh, that you guys keep liking. Yeah, absolutely. So, so what you can expect in the very near future, Clayton is going to be joining me on, on the club cool podcast at least twice a month. Don't worry. Phil has not gone anywhere. He just has, you know, he's got some changing priorities. He's, he's dealing with a, a, a heavy workload at a, at a new job. And, um, you know, we, we still want him around here as well. So Phil, uh, I'm hoping, you know, that you can expect him once a month with us, uh, as he kind as he kind of sorts everything out. 
Uh, so you have a you, you you'll get a little bit of both. You'll still get old Phil in here shooting the shit with me as well. Um, and uh, yeah, Phil, one of his changing priorities, Clayton, is is he's actually got a similar one that uh, as you. You guys are both about to be dads here pretty soon. God damn. So that's that that's got a that big, really changed that moves. really changes the frame of things. Phil's, Phil's a busy guy, man. Phil's, <laughs> Phil's leaving. Phil's leaving the pod for uh, for having a kid. I'm I'm joining the pod <laughs> as I'm having a kid. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, you know, that just what does that, that say about that's priorities? How it goes. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's I I you know I always think about like I, I, I one of the reasons why I will be excited to have a child one day is obviously so that I can you know, reallocate some of the funds that I spend on myself to like outfitting a, you know, a young child. Um, have you, have you kind of, have you thought about that? Have you thought about like, is your, is your, is your kid going to have its own Instagram account? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> this also says a lot about your priorities too, Barrett, where your head is at. Yeah. Gotta, that's gotta yes. give the baby, gotta give the baby some good drip though. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. Right. That's, that's a, that is a very important task at hand. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I'm not saying that I want to have kids just so that I can dress 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 my child yeah. up, but I'm not not saying that either. <laughs> not not saying it. Well, um, <clears throat> for the first few months, they're basically just going to be eating, shitting, and sleeping, and so there's really not a whole lot of action worth, um, yeah, you know, outfitting them for. But I, like, yeah, once summer opens up, you better believe that I'm going to be um, throwing throwing the shoe game on for him uh having a boy by the way uh which i'm really excited about very exciting but yeah there, there's all kinds of good stuff somebody sent us a tie-dye like onesie the other day and it was like hand-dyed indigo tie-dye onesie from from this dude's farm that see that's already that that's that's already insane that's incredible i'm like that's that's the way we want it that's the way we want it going Absolutely. so I'm, I'm i'm personally excited about outfitting the kid yeah what uh is it is there anything that you're that you're really nervous about anything that's just terrifying you you you're you're closer than Phil you're really close you're 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 here at the tail end right yeah. you got a couple of weeks left we're in the finish line man um yeah I mean we feel physically pretty like prepared you got the room set up and the clothes and the changing station and all that good stuff um probably emotionally and uh, mentally not there yet which is uh, a normal <laughs> thing I would say. Yeah. For, for most dads, just because, yeah, I mean, you have zero connection to, uh, to this alien growing inside your, inside your partner's stomach until, uh, until effectively submerges yeah, yeah. <laughs> onto planet earth. And so that's kind of where I'm like, all right, cool. I can figure out how to change a diaper. I'm sure I can figure out how to like feed and burp the baby and rock it to sleep. But like, then they're just as like, levels to it where it's like oh but then you have to actually figure out how to read the baby's emotions you then you got to actually like care for its well-being beyond just uh the food elements so that's kind of like we'll cross the bridge when we get there yeah yeah you, you have to nurture its ment- its mental state as well as its as its physical one yeah i don't try to think too much about that to be honest it's uh it's one yeah. step at a time yeah you you just take it as it comes man but it's uh but congratulations to you and, and congratulations yeah. to phil as well it's it's uh, it's big time stuff. Um, Exciting days. You, you you probably gonna you might have to put away like the white t shirts for a while. You know you true. need you need stuff with with water and vomit repellency. <laughs> a lot of Gore Tex, which which we'll get to here later in the pod. Throw that throw that, throw that Ar- Arcteryx. Um, put, yep, yep. Just um, full on jacket, rain jacket. And you just I, I feel I feel like the big thing with clothes when I when I talk to to people that are parents is just like 
nothing that's dry clean only. Like that just won't fly anymore. Like if yeah. you can't get washed and dried on high, high heat, it's 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 useless to me. So that's um you know, I, I that's another thing that I'm just that I that I certainly wouldn't be prepared for because any you know, I got a very specific wash and dry process. Very and it, true. You, you you might not have time for that anymore. You got you got a little ways to go, Barrett. So you know. <laughs> Don't stress on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, that that takes care of the housekeeping here. Um, glad to have you on board. And we've got a great podcast for you today. Uh, we, we're, last week, Phil and I talked about some of our 2022 style resolutions. We we also rehashed mm-hmm. what we had talked about for in 2021 and whether we kind of passed or failed on some of those things. So I want to kind of keep that same trend going today. Um, same, same, same line of thought. We're going to kind of head into the 2022 outlook. And uh, we're going to talk about some of the brands that we're focused on this year. Um, we'll probably talk a little bit about some of the trends that are really hot right now and 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 how we kind of feel those are going to play out over the course of the year. Yep. Um, but what we're going to start with is kind of the, the things that we are leaving behind in 2021 that we're kind of, you know, maybe, maybe we've been fading them for a while. Maybe it's just something that's that's just kind of hit us in the face recently, and we're like, I don't want to do that anymore. Um, important to note here, you know, I like to think of, I like to think of these trends, especially as I've you know been doing this for so long now that stuff that I hated that I put in the back of my closet yeah. that I thought was like over and done with, but I was like, ah, just I'll hang on to it. Has like some of those things have come fully back around and are now like some of my favorite pieces. So that mm. that happens, uh, and so it's like. You know, when we talk about some of the stuff that that we feel like we're done with right now, really, it's just like it's a toy that you've had out, and now you're <laughs> you're putting it back in the package and and you're putting it back up on the shelf, like in forty year old virgin. Um, <laughs> and who knows? At some point, <laughs> several years down the line, you might you might pop it back out of the box and and take it off the shelf and and pick it back up again. But yeah, but some of this th- this stuff right now is is just for me anyway. It's like what I'm like. The, I'm I'm leaving it behind. I'm I'm just kind of it's not it's not suiting me anymore. Yep. Um yeah. I mean there for for me that stuff is like probably going to fall into the basics category. I think uh bef- before I actually started Spreza a couple of years ago, I was working in the tech industry and <clears throat> just got sort of over overtaken by this just like bastardly like basic uh, attire and, uh, kind of consisted of just like chinos and tees and stuff like that. And I was kind of at a weird early quarter life crisis where I was like, before I was working in the clothing industry, um, I kind of had my own sense of style and I was coming up in the like hashtag menswear Americana era. And then like, when I got into tech, I was like, fuck it all. I'm just going to like wipe the slate clean <laughs> and we're going to like start from scratch. And so I was like building like so many basics into my closet, like chinos and, plain tees and pocket tees and like lightweight, like sort of sweat style crew necks. And, um, I'm just bored with all that shit. So that's, that's what I'm going to throw in the dumpster, um, or recycle, I should say, you know, trying to be, <laughs> yeah, you got, you got to keep it, uh, keep it eco, trying, eco trying to give these garments more garments, more life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but very, yeah, very I great. mean, that, that's, that's kind of where my head is going is like anything that feels just like basics and essentials, um, I'm I'm ready to like funk it up a little bit and get get some more color, get a little crazier. So Yeah, are are you kind of 
are, are, do you have like a mindset that like, if you're, if you're kind of going out for anything really, whether it's like coffee run or dinner, you kind of like want something that is, I, I don't, I don't want to say like peacocky, but that's like noticeable. That's like kind of funky. That's a little, yeah. has personality. Yeah. I think a little bit of that is with like, in whether it's like a pair of shorts or, you know, a long sleeve graphic tee or some kind of like soft shell fleece outerwear piece, even the sock colors. Like I get a ton of American trench socks Mm -hmm. that I like rotate around and each of them is like a different solid color. So like just one little thing that like pops and I get this sort of plays in like the gore core stuff. Like, um, like I have a pair of yellow Grimici shorts that I actually use for, for rock climbing. So like there's that, but, um, yeah, something that stands out, I think, is always a little bit of like a nice flex to have. Yeah, you you, you kind of your latest newsletter, and then and then you 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 put this into a thread on Twitter. Uh, you guys can follow Clayton at Clayton Chambers with no E. Is that right? That's it. I almost you gotta that. get you gotta get the usernames you can. Um, you That's can right. Get, man. <laughs> I, I was a little late to the party, so, at, you know. so it's at Clayton Chambers, but no E in Chambers. Um, Chamber, so, so you can you, yeah. you, peep the thread that he put out. Um, but, but a lot of this was, was in your most recent newsletter, which I really enjoyed as well. Uh, you, your, your kind of first big thing was like the all custom everything. And I feel like that plays into, into this a little bit as well. Like just that, that desire to have the one of one goods, it, I, I think is so strong because it feels like it represents you more than any basic ever could. Um, and you, 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 you kind of, uh, tagged Gian, uh, Delion's custom Bodie jacket here. And like, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's such a great reference piece because if, if you, if you get a custom one of one of the senior cord jackets, like you get to work with them, like you're working with Bodie to put to get, put what you want on a jacket, stuff that speaks exactly. to you. Um, you you know, you're literally wearing yourself on, on, on the sleeves there. And so I, I, that, that, that desire to like have your clothes speak about you and, and show off your personality is like, is, is part of this movement towards the the more custom and away from like the super basic and the super minimal, which is yeah a good segue into to one of my first things. Um, <laughs> I, I have not been putting on any of my like minimalist sneakers. And so I'm, 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 I'm specifically thinking about a common projects Achilles, which was for the best, my favorite sneaker for six years or whatever. They've all held yeah. up super well. I've got, you know, only ever had good things to say about them. Um, but it's just not what I'm, it's not what I'm reaching for anymore. And they're the, the yeah. I, I know the reason I know that is because they, they were like pieces and they, those shoes, like they never left my closet regardless of seasonality, you know, like I always had, had time for them, whether I was wearing jeans and a top coat or, you know, yep. hoodie and jeans. And it's just, I, I, they've, they've been replaced by like, you know, hiking boots or Solomon's or assorted Nike mm-hmm. ACGs or Jordans or, or whatever it might be. But I, I, I've found myself, you know, even like high top converse, which, which are minimal in their own right, but don't speak to that mm-hmm. same, like super clean basics, minimalist, uh, aesthetic that I think yep. is, is kind of has, has been on its way out. And, and now even shoes that I swore by, which is not reaching them for reaching for them. So I'm definitely not buying anymore. Yeah. Um, I think we took like, I think, I think we all took to sort of like the Bashimi common projects, CP stuff, like 
you know, a handful of years ago in their prime. And, and, and then obviously as like the sneaker craze has, has evolved and we've got more interested in like the exclusive drops. I think also like the rise of like new balance and, you know, their, their placement in the culture right now, like what the shift that we've seen has like gone to is, you know, the, the CPs have really like then shifted to people who sort of catch on a little bit late to the trends. And so we're starting to see, like, I even saw like a couple years ago in tech, like, like your classic tech bros wearing like the sort of like seven fam jeans, you know, yeah. with like, I don't know, a t-shirt and an overshirt over that will like rock the, you know, and there's no like taper to the jeans or anything, but they'll just like rock them <laughs> with a pair of like common projects. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you, I, I, I kind of feel like that's where that, that's where that shoe went was like to the, the people with disposable income, but like maybe like a little bit um, earlier in their own like style right. journey. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I I I think that's probably right, especially because you know, and it I, I don't it didn't help that brands like um, Coio I don't know if I'm saying that right, but K O I O and Greats uh, really like kind of knocked off the look and offered it yep. at a lower price point, which I probably tarnished like the cachet of that type of sneaker. But you hit on another really good point, um, which hits back on another one of your your the pieces of your thread is the New Balance thing. Yeah, like that's I I I think gray nine nine ones or nine nine twos or or whatever or what have you or the five fifties or the yeah like that that really kind of took the took the spot because it did the those shoes kind of work with the, in in that in that kind of dress down casual um you know aesthetic style place where like a Jordan one wouldn't you know yeah. and and especially with like the the loosening up of pant silhouettes, you wanted a little bit bulkier of a sneaker, something not quite as slim and sleek as a common project. Yeah, exactly. Like I would feel probably more, I mean, I'm a white guy obviously. So I would probably feel more like it happy and like able to rock some form of new balance just because it's in line with like how I taper my trousers mm-hmm. versus like a, you know, a Jordan four, for example, right. like, <laughs> Even yeah. the dunks, like I've actually become a lot more friendly towards dunks where I'm like, okay, like I could see different instances where I would personally want to be like rocking them. But um, yeah, just in general, I think like there's that weird versatility with New Balance. Um, and the 550, like with ALD stuff, definitely like blew up the 550s. Like even internationally, I saw like a ton of people in Europe are, are like obsessive about the 550s right now um and and even in like second tier u.s cities too like nashville austin like oklahoma city um parts of florida like where there's like decent sized populations like that that to me is kind of interesting um the other one that i think like one actually thing that i think is kind of not it's not definitely not on the way out but like i think we'll kind of view it in a tired way is is the solomons um the XT fives or X, X, X five T's, however you pronounce it. But like, I personally own a pair. Um, I love them. I use them for walking and hiking literally every day. Um, I think like in a similar way, like to how we maybe view our Carex jackets, like the soft shells, we might view Solomon's that way this year, but, but what actually I kind of think is going to come a little bit more on the rise. Um, and actually what I, what I might be copping a pair of pretty soon here is like either some Sambas or some, some gazelles, like the OG, bringing back the OG Adidas kicks. I feel like I've been seeing more people rocking them lately. Um, they haven't gotten love in a while. 
And I, I think this is, I think this is the year of like hot gazelle summer or something like that. Yeah. There, there was a moment, uh, I think it was last year, I guess it might've been hell. It might've been late 2020, but I, I think it was last year where, where Jerry Lorenzo was, you know, he's doing create uh, creative direct director stuff over at Adidas and, yeah. um, and, and he was, he was seen wearing the gazelles and they like, they definitely ticked upwards after that happened. But then, you know, that kind of bubbled. And I, I think like, like went away a little bit. Um, probably I feel like that might've taken off a little bit, you know, with a little bit more heat if the pandemic pandemic hadn't kept getting in the way, uh, you know, every, no. every few months, <laughs> um, it kind of flattens everything except no. for this whole Gorp core thing, which makes sense because it's <laughs> what you can wear outside. Uh, but yeah, I, I I like I like the call for gazelles uh, as well. Um, Let's they, bring them back. Let's they definitely back, work. Yeah. I can definitely see them playing in the summer. Uh, I, I feel yeah. I feel like it's a really good uh, shorts sneaker. Yeah, I could definitely see some like a pair of like looser fit like Dickies, you know, pressed like trousers. Yeah, rocking rocking with some colorful socks. Any color, honestly. I see it. But yeah, I would I would personally be excited about that. Um, another thing that I've got on my list here, I, I've been I've I've got way too many long sleeve button ups. Been, mm. you know, stashing them and collecting them for years. They were already they, they were already like kind of collecting dust over the course of the last three years, just as I like moved completely into you know, I never have to wear them. You can wear a t shirt here in Austin and probably in Nashville too mm. to any dinner that you might want to go to. Um, you know, it just, everything got so casual and then the pandemic hit. So they were already kind of on the back burner a little bit. What I, what I've noticed here recently, like what I've kind of figured out the, the overshirt, the shacket has like taken mm. over. So if, uh, so if when, when I put on like an old flannel or an old button up, that doesn't like work over a t-shirt mm-hmm. feels wrong. Like, or, or it just doesn't, I feel, I feel uncomfortable. I, it feels, uh, oh. and you know, you it you, you know you know the look you were you were there for the uh for the origin of all this but like yeah. that that bell curve that that taper at the waist of a shirt yeah. that like yeah. you know everybody from gant to to brooks brothers to to whoever else was like throwing on a on on flannels and all sorts of casual button ups like you put that on right now with any type of looser trouser <laughs> it it looks really weird well, you forgot to mention your all-time favorite, Barrett. Um, untuck it, because you know. Untuck, yeah, yeah. I know you got a few of those collecting <laughs> dust in the closet too. <laughs> well, they were good for the short kings out there. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Untuck it. Um. So yeah, so that's uh, I, I'm I'm dealing yeah. with that right now. Last week I said I was going to sell all my suits. This week, it, just because not because I'm I'm done with suits, just because. I need new ones. They're all tired. I don't want to try to make it work anymore. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but, but after, after this last couple of days, after this last week of like going in the closet and pulling out button ups, I just, you know, and, and, and I'll hang on to a few. It's one of those things where like, I'll know I'll regret it if I don't have any of them. Mm-hmm. But I just, you know, I got to thinking like most of these, what I was doing back in the day, like some of these are as, as could are easily a decade old. But like I'm not put I'm not pulling on a sweater over a button up in nearly as much. It's like yeah. I'm re- I've reversed it. I'm now putting over I'm now putting on heavier button ups over 
t-shirts or thermals or 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 what or what or whatever. So yeah, that that's another thing that's uh, that's on my on my list here to to shift away from. These are some good ones, man. I've I've got I've got a handful of suits that are that are quite tired that I that I just need to I need to give to goodwill. Because yeah, it's like you 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 try to you try to make them work. You try to to do something funky no with point. them, and it's just yeah, like there's just no point in trying to make it work. And yeah, yeah. I I need to get I need to get around to that side of things. I've got um, I've also got you know some. Not trying to you know brag or nothing, but like I. <laughs> I put on a few pounds of muscle since I've begun rock climbing oh, um, over shit. the last okay. few months. Yeah. And, um, you've been, you've been watching that, uh, the Alpinist. I've yeah. Um, actually I haven't seen Alpinist, but, um, you know, free solo, shout out to free solo. That was like, that was like the original one that got me yeah, um, yeah, totally. hooked on it. And like, yeah, I don't know. Like it's like, I've, my waist is bigger. So like I need, and and so when I was looking at like a bunch of like pairs of denim and like chinos, I'm looking at the way that I used to taper them and it's just like too tight. Yep. Why the fuck did I used to tie these things so tight? <laughs> so yeah, my, my resolution would probably be around like finding, cause I don't want to go to the opposite extreme where it's like, then we like go super wide leg. Like, I don't really feel like that fits either, but like no. finding some kind of a happy medium where it's like, there's no break in the leg. It's just a nice like tapered flow. Yep you know, from the crotch all the way down to the ankle. And, uh, that's what I got to work on too. So, you know, the last, the last thing that I have on my list here is, uh, is a certain type of top coat and it's basically, I'm, I'm going to mm. differentiate here and maybe you can help me out with the terminology. But when I think of a top coat, I really think of something that like has like suiting style lapels on it. Mm-hmm. And then I think yeah. of like a Mac or a car coat is like either either having raglan sleeves or almost like a full button to the top with a with almost like a standard kind of blouson style collar on it. Yeah, yeah. Um and so the the top coat is what is what I am I'm saying goodbye to here in 2022. Every like big time overcoat that I liked over the last over over kind of this fall winter season was the was the Mac style coat. And mm-hmm. anything with like big lapels just didn't fit my wardrobe because it it it's it's set it feels so formal to me. You know, what we, is it we, about the coat itself, though? Is it? Uh, I mean, it is obviously like the lapels, but like, is it also like the the shaping and the shoulders? As structured well? shoulders. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and there was it. It's just, it, you know, there was a while where like we were where where it was definitely kind of yeah. a look to put one of those over a hoodie. And it was like the the kind of the juxtaposition of the super casual athleisure with the very structured um, yeah. formal coat was like kind of cool, but for but now it's like as as we've 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 been riding the casual wave for so long now that I think a more casual coat looks better. The for me, like the buff menswear influencers are the ones that ruin the top coat for me. The, the sex corded. Yeah, where yeah. it's like the muscles are bulging out yeah. of the like <laughs> arms, and I'm like, "Fuck, man!" It it ruined it for me. It, it just left a bad taste in my mouth. So now I'm looking towards like, like I'll I'll still I would still love a top coat, but um I kind of go for like a, a little bit of a looser fit, obviously in the arms, and then like going. I think personally, like unstructured with anything sartorial, anything suiting is like that's just that's just where I like to to hover is like no no sh- like natural shoulders. Um, Neapolitan style. So like if, if I did go top coat again in the future and then like, you know, if I grab a new suit or two this year, like 
I'll, I'll definitely be leaning towards that. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, you, you hit the nail on the head kind of, it's a good way to sum it up is that, that suiting and tailoring and, and that extends to, to those bigger jackets. It's just like, you want it to look soft, you know, uh, that, the the that Italian kind of style where it's just doesn't have as much structure in that, yeah. in, you know, in that, in, in that 100%. top block up there. Um, Okay. Clayton, I've got a couple questions that that I want to ask you that are going to segue into uh, to yeah, our me. next bit here. But first, let's take a break and hear from today's sponsor, which is Vizzy Hard Seltzer. Clayton, we talk about all sorts of you know aesthetics and and gorp core and elevated streetwear and and uh, and and the prep wave. You don't you, you don't want just one of those things though, though do you? Right? You you want to be able to do a little bit of both. You got you to have it all, and that's what separates Vizzy. Vizzy's got everything that you love about a hard seltzer, but it's also the first hard seltzer that also has antioxidant vitamin C, you know? So everything is just a little bit more exhilarating with Vizzy. There are plenty of hard seltzers to choose from, but with its bold and delicious dual fruit flavors and antioxidant vitamin C, Vizzy makes the choice a little easier, and it's a lot tastier. I don't know if you were checking out the national championship game last night. But I saw saw a lot of people drinking Vizzies in the stands, and um, while I'm sure the football game was fun, I think I think all the Vizzy drinking was was what I was most envious of. It just looked like they were having a blast. Listen to all these flavors. Listen to how how good these sound: pineapple, mango, black cherry, lime, strawberry, kiwi, blueberry, pomegranate, papaya, passion fruit, watermelon, strawberry, blackberry, lemon, and raspberry tangerine. You're not getting that from anybody else. Um, I, w- I was at a buddy's house. Dave Ruff shouts to Circling Back podcast. He introduced me to the watermelon strawberry. That was the game changer for me. That's my current favorite. They also have lemonade hard seltzers, which I know people are going nuts for. Each variety pack offers four delicious fruit flavors, and they all have that same wonderful antioxidant, vitamin C. Never hurts. Never hurts to add a little antioxidant to the mix. So with Vizzy, you can enjoy refreshment and now get those antioxidants at 5% ABV, 100 100 calories, and less than one gram of real cane sugar per can. Every sip of Vizzy is more exhilarating. Step up your seltzer game with Vizzy. To find out where you can purchase Vizzy, go to vizzyhardseltzer.com slash washed. That's vizzy, V-I-Z-Z-Y, hardseltzer.com slash washed. To get updates on the latest flavor drops and more, sign up for Vizzy's emails at vizzyhardseltzer.com slash subscribe. That's vizzyhardseltzer.com slash subscribe must be 21 or older all right clayton uh let's hit these questions real quick so um we were talking top coats i wanted to get your take what do you think is the most versatile piece of outerwear for guys out there right now i mean i hate to say it but i think it's got to be like it's just got to be the fleece got to be the fleece it has to yeah okay i just yeah that's (laughs) I know that. Yeah, it, we. I mean, yeah, it just get, it gets so much like it gets so much play right now to me in the same way that like the mohair the mohair cardigan stuff does. But yep. like, I mean, I, I I got a Patagonia fleece that I literally wear every day, almost every day. So like, it's just it's a little too easy, kind of like the Traeger grills, you know. Um, it's a little too easy to use, and so yeah, I've been rocking that. Um, Kavu, K-A-V-U is another uh, kind of outdoor brand that does some really dope and uh, actually more affordable fleeces. And and theirs are like 
all kinds of different like funky patterns and colors and designs as well. So yeah, I would, for me, it's gotta be the fleece. Yeah. It, it, that's, that's where my mind is too. That that would be my same answer. And what I love, here's what I love about the fleece. I, for as long as I can remember, I've always had fleece in my closet. So even when this fleece thing dies, you will still be able to wear fleece and it'll just go back to being in like yeah. the, in the moments where you wore fleece previously, you know, yeah. at real outdoor, um, you know, type functionality. So, so that, that's, that's kind of, that's one good thing about just like riding the fleece wave. Like it just so happens that right now it, it's the most versatile and, and kind of most, most fashionable and most fun piece out there that I think is just really easy to mix into, to, to any dude's wardrobe. Um, yeah. Okay. Here's another, here's the second one for you. It, are you sensing that the hoodie is on its way out? And I like, I don't think hoodie is hoodies are another one that never really go anywhere, but I, I feel like I'm getting this sense, this buzzing sense that people are transitioning away from hoodies and kind of like towards crew necks as far as like fleece, Terry and, and the, and sweatshirts go. You have, have you noticed any of that? Um, not maybe in some, uh, sub genres or some demographics, but, um, I think, I think the hoodie is pretty safe. You think it's in safe? My opinion. Yeah. I think there's some, there's some areas where it's tired, like in athleisure, for example, like I think that may be one space where it feels a little tired, but, um, and, and maybe what the replacement would be in that case is like the quarter zip. Like you got, um, yeah, the quarter. Sort of yeah. The, yeah. The skin tight, like quarter zip, like gear that people are using. I saw like Tom Brady's launching this brand soon. He's got a bunch of different colors and styles there. The brand is just called Brady. <laughs> so, um, he <laughs> what seemed, happened to TB 12? I like TB 12. What's that? I said, what, what happened to the, the TB 12, uh, moniker? I, I kind of liked TB 12. The, the, the clothing brand is just called Brady, huh? Let's, let's just, let's just fact check this. It's bradybrand.com. Brady brands. Okay. Bradybrand.com. Yeah. And it's literally just Brady. I haven't it's actually, you know what? I think somebody DM'd me about this today, but, um, but yeah, I've, I've not, I've not gotten a chance to check it out. I, I, how are you feeling about it? I mean, looks kind of like <laughs> stuff Tom Brady would wear. <laughs> Is it like, do you think it, does it look as good as say something like Vuori or, uh, Roan or one of those kind of like up and uh yeah I mean it's like the quality the, the quality is a bit better than I expected and and the price points themselves um you know seem seem to justify I don't know if that's the brand equity of Tom Brady or if the quality like is actually good enough to justify those prices but I kind of get lost where they just put Brady on the on like as a logo on the on the on the pants. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's a little, that's weird. a, that's a, that's a no for me. That's I, a big no. For I, me. I can't imagine wearing it, but I, but you know, let, let's see how much, let's see how much pull the goat has, right? Like you're going to wear a $65 like flat brim ball cap that says Brady on it. <laughs> no, see, I would like may, maybe eventually you could have talked me into like to, to TB 12. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, yeah. but I don't want to wear the guy's name on me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll have to give this a we'll further let, look. We'll, we'll let the listeners decide decide for themselves if you hit bradybrand.com. Okay. I think uh, that's again, a, the, the quality seems all right. Like the color tones call. as well are, are like, seem seem good. It, it kind of reminds me of like 
it kind of reminds you a little bit of like ministry of supply type vibes mixed with like 10,000, the, the workout yeah, yeah. gear brand. So yep, like 10,000. Yep. Okay. That's, that's, that's where my mind goes when I'm seeing this stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, look, so the thing about hoodies, they, I, they have been arguably, probably not arguably, probably just a fact, like the most popular item as far as streetwear goes, right? From Supreme to Noah to ALD to merch drops to, you know, to Drew from Justin Bieber, like that's what mm-hmm. everybody is selling you is the hoodie. And so may- maybe that's one reason is just, I feel like they've yeah. become like so ubiquitous. But the other thing, just hear me out here, two, two things to think about. Hoodies take up more space. True. You got to fold the hood. You got the hood. You got to deal with the hood. You pack it in the drawers. You're like, why does this take up so much space? A little bit of a pain in the ass. To, you know. And the, uh, and the second yeah. thing is I, I find myself with like, you know, I don't know if hooded outerwear is going in either direction, but I've got mm-hmm. hooded jackets. I don't wear a hooded jacket with a hoodie. I don't yeah. like to double hood. So, uh, I mean, maybe, maybe one area where we can revive, um, in your mind, Barrett, the, the tiredness of the hoodie is, is like getting some like solid, like puffer vest, sleeveless puffer vest type. Okay. Type energy going on. I've, I've actually seen some people. I wish we could wish we could show the listeners uh what we got here. But yeah, I mean like rock rocking a puffer vest with with a hoodie underneath is like I think that's a that's a safe space to play and it and it kind of refreshes it, you know, the palate a little bit for you instead of instead of having to throw out the hoodie. I no, I like that. I like that. Don't give me I'm not I'm not throwing out the hoodie. You know what? This is also part partially that I think I've I've had a lack of crew necks in my life. And so uh-huh. I may it, this is probably just I'm just this is definitely just partially me looking for some crew necks. So, but I, I did, I did, you know, like Carrie, like Carrie Bradshaw, I did have to wonder. Um, okay. All right. So, so hoodie's here to stay. All right. My, my last question here for you, and this is going to help us transition to, to our, yeah. our, our next and, and final topic, kind of the, the, which will be the brands that we're really messing with kind of heading as we head into Q1 and Q2 and, and look out for spring drops and all that. What what is happening with Arcteryx, Clayton? This is this has reached a a just like a zenith, a saturation point, a frenzy that I I'm not sure what happened, but <laughs> but it's gotten to the point, this craze, this Arcteryx craze, where I cannot in good conscience recommend Arcteryx any longer. <laughs> like it it I, I don't know if I've ever seen a brand jump the shark this fast. And there's well, it, there's there's a ton to unpack here. Um, yeah, you can unpack it from your your packable Arcteryx <laughs> soft shell if you wish. Uh, but you know it. Okay, the f- first thing first thing that let's just get this out of the way. The Arcteryx wave is not it's not brand new. I know it it, it kind of feels like that, but like Frank mm-hmm. Ocean made waves wearing the Arcteryx uh, beanie that was like 2019. Um, People have been writing about like the Gorp core trend for several years now. The the Solomon sneakers have, have been happening for at least a couple of years. Um, and so this is, you know, the this has been a burgeoning thing. But I get, is this, is the TikTok challenge, is the shower challenge what's happened here? Is that's what, is that what has pushed it just like to I mean, this? Yeah, I, 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 I've thought a lot. It's easy to like get caught up in the like, in the hype of how... Arcteryx is being repurposed by like what I think is the like um the like the supreme the previously like supreme crowd that just sort of like moved on to the gorb stuff 
um, and adopted it as their own style. Yeah, it certainly but seems like, like it seems that way. Yeah. The reality is like Arcteryx has been around for a while, man. Yeah. And before they were ever hot shit in fashion and before like the Frank Ocean photo of him, like with his, you know, the zipper over his ne- like nose to keep warm in that orange. I don't even think he was wearing the orange Arcteryx. I think it was, he was just wearing an Arcteryx beanie. It was Arcteryx I think beanie. That, I think everybody confuses it with. Yeah. The, the jacket was wearing uh, like that type of stuff. Like put i think arcteryx on the map in a different way but like arcteryx has always obviously been about like really quality fucking outdoor stuff whether it's like climbing gear camping stuff skiing equipment like all of that so like that i think is a good way to kind of like frame it up from the outset but yeah i think like the adoption from streetwear and streetwear culture um and the emergence of gorp core uh kind of just after this like commercialized streetwear commercialized hype wave is like it's almost like some of the streetwear like people who like perpetuated hype and hype culture have then just moved on into the gorp court stuff and are just only like about the solomons and like arcteric stuff and i think like there's also so much like memory going on it's with the memory too. is it, so I, I, it's crazy the shit just becomes super obnoxious to the, and and like a lot of it is like, you're probably like your style forum fucking teenage kids, like messing around with it too. And like, I just think that's, that's kind of what's created this like weird energy with Arcteryx. And, and, and frankly, like a lot of, a lot of, um, Gorp, Gorp style brands, a lot of outdoor brands that are like lumped into the Gorp stuff now. It's interesting because, you know, I've, I've talked kind of at length about, uh, especially last year about like TikTok's kind of burgeoning influence on fashion, right? And like Eddie Slimane at Celine titled a collection, The Dancing Kid, and, and talked about how it was, you know, all reference points from from TikTok and very inspired by by that entire world. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the there was the uh, big J.W. Anderson, like knit cardigan mm-hmm. that I think Harry Styles wore. And then people were like making their own on TikTok and and that kind of took off. So it's it's been really interesting to watch the yeah. medium kind of reverse the flow, how 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 TikTok and, and Gen Z can can kind of take it and, and send it the other direction instead of, you know, I think that we're we were very used to in our especially in like our 20s or in our earlier 20s, just everything kind of trickling down. Right. Um, and, 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 and I, that was kind of one of the, the things with, that started with hashtag menswear is like the street style kind of influencing back, back up yeah. the channel, back up the river. But this is like, you add to the TikTok thing, just like the way that, that young people meme everything into oblivion. And like, <laughs> this is, you know, you can't get on TikTok yeah. now without, seeing somebody like put on a full Arcteryx suit, like yeah. rain pants. And like, there's the whole thing where people are like unzipping and they have more and more and more Arcteryx uh, and they're getting in the shower and doing the rain test. And it's just like, it's, um, you know, I'm being a, I'm being a crotchety old guy here, but I'm, but <laughs> it sucks to watch something get, it just, ex- yeah. it accelerates the saturations so quickly because, you know, it's like, you know, take a take an Instagram kind of archive boy account like Old Man Allen, right? Like, you know, it's one thing for him to wear double knees and dunks and and kind of yeah. continue a, a look like that, push a look that's that's a little bit homogenous. But then, you know, so so he wears an Arcteryx jacket, and it's like, 
whatever, fine. It's not, it's not changing. It's not really changing how I feel about it one way or the other, but, but to you go, you go beyond that and you get into the memes and the TikToks and, and the way that like the younger kind of hype generation like runs with something. And I've just, I don't think, I I don't think I've ever seen this before with a, with a brand like this, you know, Patagonia was hot for a while. You had Shia LaBeouf and, and Rocky, ASAP Rocky and like all those dudes, yeah, like yeah. Russell Westbrook with the cutoff Patagonia tee coming down the, the, the tunnel, like, but like yeah. it never, it didn't experience this same, this same track that Arcteryx is on right now. Yeah. But I think you also got to remember, like, we've also never culturally been in a moment where social is as accessible as it is yeah. for us to like both share and consume content. And so I think like, we're seeing like a meteoric rise of a brand in different into different subcultures and it's creating this ripple effect. And at the same time, like just the sheer volume and amount of like, which we can create content and memory about all this shit is like, that's what's also just like, it's, it's sort of continuation of the problem. Right. Cause yeah, you're right. Like, you know, North face had crazy moments with like the hip hop, with like hip hop culture and like rappers wearing the outer, the outerwear jackets and like the nineties and shit like that, the same way they did with like Carhartt, you know, Detroit jackets. And then like, but it's like that didn't like, we weren't at a time where like social was access accessible for that to be like shared freely. And so I think, yeah, now that we're kind of seeing it's like meme, meme culture itself has like its own way of like, ruining things but um yeah it's it's officially put its hooks into to fashion and i know that that was it was happening already but but this is definitely leveled it up i i think it's it's like i've said previously that like i think it's the decade for for two genres it's like going to be gorp core and it's going to be you know what i'm going to just call dirty ivy like or i know gq has coined the phrase like dirt bag ivy um but i think like the sort of like twisting and rebellion tied to, you know, dirty Ivy as like a way of giving like an F you to the elitism and the waspiness that comes with like wearing Ralph Lauren, for example, like it was always just for like rich white people. And then it's like, now it can be repurposed and taken. And we saw that some like in the nineties when like, again, hip hop culture would like take and repurpose bits of like Ralph Lauren and like these American sportswear brands for themselves. And I think, you know, we're definitely going to see that, rise this decade um with with prep style again and then i think with gorp core you know that's it's it's kind of just on like a crazy rise and you can't really stop it i mean yeah arcteryx did the jill saunder thing that was crazy um north face gucci happened i want to say fall 2020 or fall 20 yeah definitely i think fall fall 2020 or sometime in 2021 um and then like the other thing i'm noticing is like every brand right now is like is like creating some form of their own hiking boot or hiking shoe, right? Like, yep. of course, there's like the beef and broccoli, like ALD stuff, but then it's like also Jound is making his own shit and like Danner Boots is collabing on stuff. I just saw that Corridor made their own, Corridor NYC just made their own like hiking shoe. Like Montclair collabed with Hoka on some stuff. Like this is kind of just going to, this is the way that it's going to keep going. Yep. And, yep. Um, and it'll probably live past some of the memory. And then I think we'll probably get bored with it and want to move on to a different, a different genre. So, well, one, one of your takes on, you know, on, on, on your outlook, on your 2022 predictions, which I, which I'm, and, and I'm here for Gorpcore. I, I, I do like it. I, I think that 
I think the act of getting dressed in super functional stuff to not do anything functional <laughs> is a it's it is a little weird for me. Um, and and when we talk specific brands here, I'll I'll tell you why why I like one of them so much. Yeah. Um, but so like you know yeah to to get decked out in in all valence or or you know yeah. outlier or, or 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 some of these super super high tech type stuff and then go get a cold brew at Starbucks is like a little is a little wonky to me. But what what your your kind of prediction here was that like the rise of this aesthetic, the rise of this trend will push people to actually get involved into hiking and climbing and and yeah. being on the water and and doing some of this like really outdoor stuff or that that it that it's all built for. And I I definitely I think that's right. I think that's totally right. I think that I think that it's just like, just like anything, um, you know, awareness and exposure is like that. That's, that's what you need to get invested or take up something, right. Whether that's a, whether that's like a cause, like a charitable cause or, or a new hobby. And so I think that, you know, I, I think that you buy a pair of ROA ROA. Do you know how that brand is pronounced? Is it, is it ROA or or ROA, the, the shoes, the, the hiking boots? You buy a pair of those, um, and you say, these are awesome. Like, these are so cool. Like yeah, yeah. now I need to take, now I need to see if what these can actually do. And you look up where your nearest hiking trail is. So I, 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 I do think that's a really cool part of it. And I'm, I, I, I like that you called out that, uh, yeah, I think I mean, it's just like kind of the next outside. iteration of how, how you adopt style. And I think culturally, you know, look at like where we're at, which is that we've kind of, we're more isolated than we've ever been the last couple of years in most of, if not all of our lives, right? Like never had, we've never been so isolated and glued to screens and computers and not around people in everyday life. And so I think, I think that will be one uh, sort of ripple effect, you know, from like the adoption of Corp Corps that sort of forces people to actually want to get outside and do things in nature that don't have to do with like sitting in front of a a box or your screen. Yeah, definitely one of the potential positives of the, uh, of that direction. Um, I wanted to call out a couple of, a couple of other brands here, just as, you know, if you are, if you are mm, getting yeah. interested in Gorb Core, if you're adding more functional stuff, but you feel like me and you're like, well, shit, I, now I can't, now I can't put an Arcteryx logo on me. And, and of course you still can, if you want to. Uh, but I, I did want to, to highlight some other brands. There's the yep. others, there's the other, what I'll just call the REI group, right? Like you walk into REI and you're going to see stuff that works. And that's like, mammoth. Uh, Marmot, Mountain Hardware, North Face, yeah. and 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 Patagonia basically are, are are kind of the big ones that I have on my list. Um, but then there are a couple of others that that you'll find on on the assorted fashion hubs uh, and Wander, which mm-hmm. is uh, is is out of Japan, um, and basically looks like you know an even more Japanese Gramichi, right? Yeah. A lot of a lot of belts and straps and webbings yeah. and toggles and bungee cords and all that type of stuff, but but it looks really good. And then the other one, which I just discovered by uh, by kind of scrolling through on like matches fashion, is called Goldwyn. And uh, Goldwyn, I believe I'm 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 blanking on which Nordic country it's based out of, but um, it looks very it 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 looks like ski stuff that was made for like an a more urban setting so it's 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 really toned down in like earthy colors but like very minimal branding 
but looks like you could absolutely like rip powder in it too. So, so the, the those are some, uh, some brands I just wanted to, to shout out. Yeah. I would also throw in, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm partial to Grimici. I have, um, I have their shorts. I have their trousers. Um, I, I use both for casual stuff. I use both for like rock climbing and outdoor and the quality is just like really solid. They're again, another Japanese brand. Um, Fjall Raven is good too. They're, I think a Swedish brand, some kind of a Nordic brand. Yep. I have like good accessory outdoor backpack stuff. Topo designs is also really good. They're out of Colorado. Um, for again, like gear, they do some gear, like backpacks, accessories, and then like getting an apparel. Um, Kavu is, I I can't remember if Kavu is Japanese or not, but they also make really good like shirting and like just good general, like outdoor stuff. Um, Snow Peak, the goat got to give, got to give some Snow Peak. That's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Topo is, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll take the opportunity since Topo is, is, brand as a friendly brand with, with Howler yeah. to, uh, to, to throw out Howler in this mix too. And it's less, you know, we, we, we do less, um, less, less like the Gore-Tex and like high function type stuff, but, but definitely right. if, if you're getting into the more casual elements of, of coastal lifestyle and, and hiking and surfing and, and that's a good, um, I know a lot of people will rock with Tivas, um, Chacos, obviously I've, I've, I've actually always hated Chacos. Um, just because I grew up in the South around a bunch of like, like your classic, like frat and sorority girls with the oversized tees and like yeah, yep. short shorts and fucking Chacos like that always just sort of turned me off. But I, I now appreciate the functionality of Chacos more than I, than I probably ever have. I, 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 I gotta say, you know, you, the a brand that you've mentioned that, I, that I like is, is Kavu or Kavu, the K, K-A-V-U. Um, yep. I, I was semi familiar with them just from like, bouncing around in, in outdoor shops. But the, what exposed me like really to, to them is I was visiting friends at the university of Arkansas in Fayetteville mm-hmm. and like all the, you know, every school, every school's like Greek life has like their own little like thing that they latch onto. Yeah. Um, and yeah. at Arkansas that I, I, it was a sea of those Cavu visors <laughs> with a little, you know, the little like, uh, you know, um, webbed kind of patterned kind of looks like a Chaco strap. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's, and, and that's at the top of the visor. So that's where I, that's where I really got like turned on to Cavu. Um, needless to say, I got back to Austin and went out and bought a Cavu visor. Uh, <laughs> love that. One other one I'll throw in there too is, um, I mean, this is what Japanese people describe to me as sort of like the, the dad's brand for, for Japanese stuff, but, uh, Mont Bell, actually, I have a few things from Mont Bell okay. and like, they're, they're, they're pretty good. Like they're, they're pretty affordable as well in terms of outdoor stuff and how that goes. Um, and like, I think here we sort of like to like glorify Japanese, anything Japanese. Right. Um, totally. but what I've been told is that like in Japan, it's just sort of like another random brand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nonetheless, yeah. uh, Mont Bell is pretty dope too. Okay. Um, all right. So good list to, of, of stuff there to check, check it out. If, if you're kind of breaching the, uh, the, 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 the cold waters of Gorp core, um, but to back it all the way out now, you know, we, we, we started here with, with kind of stuff that we're leaving behind in 2021. We've kind of answered some questions here, gotten into the, some of the trends that are happening. And, uh, and, and now I want to talk about, you know, kind of go in the opposite, opposite direction here and see which specific brands or labels you are very focused on 
at least for the first half of the year as we, as we kind of finish out winter and then yeah. get into spring. Um, you know, I, you, you, you're always great at, at brand discovery. Um, and so I'll start here cause I don't really have any, like, I'm not going to blow anybody's mind with the, with the two things that are very high on my list here. Uh, but then maybe, maybe you have something, you know, that I'm not, I'm not thinking about to, to throw in this mix. The first one is Reese Cooper. Um, mm-hmm. Reese is absolutely like tied to some of this outdoor stuff. It's another brand that has, has done their own hiking boot. Um, I just, I got a pair mm-hmm. from the, the essence sale this fall and love them. Um, and I also, I, I, I picked up, I was able to pick up like a, a, a wool kind of flannel overshirt from them as well as a t-shirt. This is one of the great things about, you know, I, and, and I don't know what, what will happen with Reese Cooper, but sometimes when you're, when you're in on a brand, uh, within their first five years or so, it's the best time to be in on them because you can get their stuff on sale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then every once in a while, like it catches on and then the party's over and, and, and that doesn't happen anymore. Uh, you know, I'm Ame is I'm a, how do we say it again, Clayton? Um, Ame. Ame. Ame is a great example of this. First few seasons I was interested in, in ALD, man, I was, I was copping some good stuff on, on the 40% off sale. Now you, if you weren't yeah. on the, yeah. if you weren't on the website in like the first seven seconds of it, this, this, uh, this season, there was literally nothing left. So, um, <laughs> anyway, what, just to, to, to gas up Reese Cooper here, man, everything I've gotten my hands on, it just, it feels so good. And like, I, I do not doubt, uh, you know, I don't like bulk at the price. Like I do not doubt that, that they are are pricing things in a way that, that makes sense for them. Um, yeah. and then just as, as, as far as how it connects to, to the trends, like it's stuff that looks outdoorsy, that can be used outdoors, that, that that works in that world, but yep. that, that isn't super techie. So you, you still get a lot of the natural, um, uh, fibers and fabrics and cottons and canvases yep. and wools, um, that in, instead of like everything being a super slick water, uh, water resistant or, or waterproof, you know, Gore-Tex, style fabric. And I really like that because it, it, it feels more, that's the type of thing. That's the type of look where I think you can pull that in and it's, it, yep. it works to go get coffee or run errands. It also works if you want to put it, put it to the test on, on the hiking trail. Uh, and, and I, I think it's one of the cool things that Reese has done is, is pumped up people and like reposted people that are actually wearing the shoes to, to get out there and, and, and hike around and climb shit and, and, and do that type of thing. So that, yeah. that that's, um, it, I was able to grab a few pieces. I'm in love with them and I'm, I'm definitely looking, looking for more from, uh, from those guys. Yeah. Reese, I mean, Reese just feels like he's kind of in it for, he just feels like he's in it for the long haul. Yeah. And I, I respect, uh, I respect the hustle because not a lot of people are, and it's really, it's really, really hard to build a brand. It's really hard to make, good products. It's really hard to like market them and sell them the right way. And then you have <laughs> douchebags like us who can just go in and just shit on stuff if we don't like it Yep, <laughs> as, as, as if it was just as easy for them to make it. So I definitely understand it. It's like hard. And so, yeah, I, I definitely respect stuff that 
that Reese is doing. Um, I'll, I mean, I'll give you a few, a few from my side. Yeah. And, yeah. And let's probably hear. Some different categories, but um, kind of jumping back into, and actually this is pertinent to Reese is um is actually a shoe brand and it's a hiking um shoe brand called season three uh those guys have been around for a couple years now they actually started during the pandemic which was just serendipitous timing but uh i i love season three's boots they they're priced at about 400 bucks but they just sort of own that they make really fucking good products and they don't really care if you balk at the price because they know it's going to be really good and um they actually collabed with reese on a pair of hiking boots last year. I can't remember the exact style, but okay, cool. that for me was like, that's a brand to watch out for. One brand that I think is worth your investment. I think it's definitely worth like buying. Um, another brand actually that I'm digging right now is more of like a relaxed unisex tailored fit brand called Factors. Uh, Factors Collection out of Atlanta. Factors they is, actually, is awesome. The, dude, the dudes who started it came, they're like ex Sid Matchburn guys. So yep. they worked for Sid under like his wing for since he started the brand and then kind of just recently branched off to do their own stuff. But um, I'm, I'm really like bullish about the type of stuff they're making right now too. Factors will absolutely, absolutely be one that I'm, I'm, I'm following with a close eye. It, it's uh you know, it's, it, it's kind of directional with that, that anti-fit mm. that they go for. And the suiting is a little bit out of my yep. price range, but yep. it's, it's really, really good looking, cool stuff. And I, I think that they have, it's just nice to see something new, to see something that you like, that doesn't feel like anything else. Yeah. Uh, and, and that, that's the type of vibe that I get when I, when I look at their, when I look through their, their social media or I, or I check out their gear um, it just doesn't feel like anything else. Like I don't, I, I kind of yeah. don't know what I'm looking at and I, I like that. I completely agree. Um, co- yeah, a couple of others that I'm thinking about right now is, um, one's called beautiful struggles. They're based, I guess, technically in London, but, um, I actually know, uh, Danny Williams, the guy who is the creative director and founder behind it. He, he was actually an ex footballer, like a professional soccer player, footballer over in Europe, played for the U S national team. He's like a dual national German American, um, really fucking just creative, interesting guy. And is kind of, he started out launching like hoodies and t-shirts, but he's like evolved the collection now in a sort of Reese Cooper kind of way. And, um, I I just, I really love the stuff he's putting out. Another one is Palm Society. I don't know if any of y'all play tennis, but Palm Society is like the cool brand for, tennis right now it's i think started by an ex ken folk magazine guy who wanted to like he he wanted to just like create more accessibility around like dope apparel for tennis and make it look way less corny and so he's doing really good stuff and um and then the last one i'll say too and i mean it's not really like a thing that you can get online right now that i know of but anything that the atlanta streetwear market is doing is really dope my buddy chris he's kind of the brainchild behind it and and launched it a few years ago and like every season they'll basically like rent out a big fucking warehouse and like take it over for a weekend and literally they'll have people from like all over the u.s like independent designers like sharing their streetwear collections um in limited batches you can buy stuff on site it's it's just like really well done and put together and like for for me like where we're kind of like overdosed on the commercialization of like streetwear and hype right now like it was kind of just like refreshing to see the way the Atlanta streetwear market is like branding itself 
And they even have like now bigger brands taking notice, like Jordan brand is like sponsoring shit for them with the new collection. So yeah, man, those are my, those are my brands and things to sort of keep out for, or obviously missing stuff, but like, you know, no, that's, that's, I I knew you'd have some stuff that I, that I'd never heard of before. That's, that's what I like. It's perfect. Um, there's plenty plenty more where that came from bear. I I know there is, I know there is, um, I'm looking forward to it. I, this, uh, this, this season three stuff, the boots look really good. Um, absolutely. If you, if you've, you know, if you've looked at Danner, all you, all you can stand and, and don't like anything else. Like this is a little bit more like not quite as like vintage, like giant clunky hiking boot. It's a little more, more pared down their main, their main hiker actually reminds me of the, uh, the common projects, um, believe yeah, it or not, yeah. uh, hiker, which, but, uh, but looks to be a little bit more suitable for, for actually doing things in. So that's, uh, that's pretty rad. Uh, last thing on my list, I'm going totally opposite direction. Clayton, have you ever heard of Nike? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, what do you got? So I just, I, look, I'm, I'm not that it's any secret, but the ACG stuff is, is really good. Yeah. Uh, and it's, yep. As far as as far as some of this stuff goes, it's it's actually really well priced for the most part. Um, you know, I've, I've I've seen quite a bit of it in person. I own uh, you know I own several pieces, but I just think that they are. I, I think Nike over the last decade, as as they've been at the forefront of the whole sneaker thing, I just think that they have learned to do. I, I don't know what their team looks like, but but they are. They are watching things happening and they know what to do about it. Oh yeah. And so I mean, it's I, the same I, story with, with like, with skate culture and the way that they infiltrated and took that over back in the day. It's the same thing now with like some outdoor stuff and what they're doing at Corp Core. It's like, even on the NFT front, they just bought this company called Artifact in like yep. the NFT space. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, it's just very clear. They're at the pulse of like what's happening culturally. And I just think like, yeah, the ACG shit's really good. I actually tweeted about this. I tweeted about this earlier today. Um, there were just like some really fun and like playful and funky Nike ACG tees, and I was just like, "This is the type of stuff that yeah. I'm here for." Like, yeah, and th- those. I mean, fun. grab yourself one of those tees because they're they're forty bucks and they're like a poly blend, and so they wick sweat, yeah. but they feel really heavy, so they kind of have like the streetwear tee vibe. But you can also, yep. you know, go out and get it dirty and then throw it in the wash, and it's gonna <laughs> hold up. Um, you know, as, as, as far as sneakers go, like I, I know some of the, one of our, one, one of our, our, our listeners shouts to Cole, um, we were, we were like DMing and, and, you know, I got a pair early last year of like the, that I was, you know, real, real bullish on the ACG Antarctic. It's like, mm. it's got the real high ankle Velcro strap, big overlace type stuff They're I, They're like reselling for like a thousand dollars now. I had no idea. Stupid, um, it's crazy. But, but so, crazy. But, but, but you check out like, you know, they're releasing a bunch of cool colorways in the Moabs, um, kind of an old school nineties hiking sneaker. Uh, they've got yep. the, uh, like a take on the vapor fly, which looks really cool. Um, so it's just a, it's, it's another really, it's an easy place to get started on some of this and, and then, and, and, and kind of have a base that that really works. And, you know, it's tr- like, try it for 60 days. Nike's return policy is amazing. So I'm, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I got to give a little bit of love to the, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, to the, to the giant, um, in the room. And it's, yeah. it, I know that's kind of boring, but I just, I'm an, I'm a Nike guy and, and I can't, there's nothing I can do about it. No disrespect to Nike, <laughs> man. I mean, yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. 
All right, Clayton, we're 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 at time, man. That thanks thanks for going long here. That wraps it up for today. Awesome first pod with you as co-host. This was this was excellent. Uh, once again, you can follow Clayton on Twitter at Clayton Chambers without an E in Chambers. Go sign up for the Spreza newsletter at Spreza.xyz to stay tuned with everything that he's going he's got going on. You can still join Club Cool over on Patreon.com slash club slash Club Cool, where you'll get a couple of extra editorials. If you need a little bonus content, get access to our Discord. Um, check us out if you're uh, if you've not if you if you listen on Apple Podcasts, that's cool. Go go to Spotify. You can give us a rating on Spotify now. So do that there as well. Subscribe on both platforms if you don't mind. Uh, tell your friends about the podcast and let us know if you enjoyed this pod. We will of course be back with more. And uh, I think that's all I got, man. Any 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 parting words? I think that's a wrap. I'm I'm looking forward to making some good shit happen with you. And uh, yeah, I think there's exciting days exciting days ahead. So absolutely. So stay tuned for more. And shouts to Vizzy, our sponsor for today. We'll see you guys very soon. Welcome to the club.